0: The following is a Barrett Sports Media production. There are two sides to the broadcast industry, content creators and moneymakers. This podcast is for that second group, sellers, buyers, managers, anyone with an interest in business. You're all welcome here. This is Seller to
1: Seller Now, here's your host, Jeff Caves. Adam Schifrin is the vice president of sports sales and marketing at Westwood One. Adam's been with Westwood One in sports sales for about eight years and the VP for almost two. Westwood One, if you need a reminder, provides radio broadcasts of the NFL for the regular season, the playoffs and the Super Bowl, March Madness, NHL, PGA Championship, and a lot of other NCAA sports and the championship levels. Adam's background, which we'll discuss, includes some time spent in industries other than broadcast media. And we start there. Where are you based in your job with Westwood One? Um, I'm based in Chicago. So uh,
0: we have a number of different offices across the country. Uh, as, as you shared, I've been in the position here for uh, about two years now. Um, started with Westwood in September of 2014, so uh, just past the uh, the eight year mark with uh, with the organization, and uh, it's been a great experience. Continue uh, continue to learn every single day, and uh, fortunate to be in the position that I am today, leading uh, leading the sales and marketing for our, our dedicated sports programming.
1: So let's let's go back to some of your background prior to 2014, and tell me how this came about because as we'll hear, it wasn't the classic, I spent 10 years in this market doing radio. Tell me how you get to Westwood One.
0: Absolutely, so it's uh, it's just a classic story of, of you know things happening for, for different reasons. Um, when I was in school and right when I got out of school, um, I was working for, for my grandfather's business. He, he owned a very successful uh, corrugated packaging company uh, based here in Chicago. And quite frankly, I I thought it was going to be the path that I was going to take. And, um, you know, 2008 comes around and everything that happened with, uh, you know, the financial markets and housing markets and just the economy in general, uh, things took a different turn and um, wound up making the decision after uh, an acquisition of the business that you know the the, the new company the new direction wasn't going to be for me honestly I wasn't really sure of what I wanted to do um, and was able to hook up with uh, some people I knew here in Chicago that were in the uh, the, the produce business and thought hey you know this is a, this is something that everybody's gonna need I was in the I was in the produce business uh, selling watermelons and potatoes and you know just you know any commodity that you can think of uh, for about five six years and uh, again, got to the point where I, I just knew it, uh, that it wasn't really really going to be something that I wanted to do long term, and um, started having conversations with people I knew in the in the area, and just really as quite frankly as, as fate would have it, um, was talking with a a, a a friend of mine who I've known you know from growing up, who was a former uh, worker. Uh, he worked at Westwood One uh, back in the uh, the I would say the early to mid two thousands, and. He uh, I was just sort of explaining what I wanted to do. And he knew my passions. We grew up playing baseball and basketball and everything together. Big sports fans here in Chicago. He said, hey, listen, I I, I got a phone call from uh, this guy at Westwood One. His name's Brandon Berman. He is the, uh, he's leading the sports division now at Westwood One. He got promoted and he's looking to build upon his team. And I know you haven't spent any time in the media industry, but you obviously, you know how to sell. and." You love sports. And I think the third part of that triangle of learning the media business is something that, you know, you can pick up, uh, in time that was, uh, the summer of 2014. And by September of 2014, I was on board with Westwood and, uh, my responsibilities at the time were, uh, you know, really leading the, uh, the Midwest. And then over time was able to take on responsibilities, uh, focusing on Texas I had added responsibilities to uh, take on some leadership roles out on the West coast uh, and then eventually took over the sales on the West coast. And just again, as, as, you know, sort of course of business and, you know, pandemic and everything um, had the opportunity as there were promotions internally uh, specifically for Brandon Berman to take on a greater role outside of just sports uh, sales and marketing to, uh, to lead the team for uh, for our dedicated sales of our sports portfolio here at Westwood One.
1: All right, so Adam, I want you to answer this and and think about what you've heard about other industries and that. And sometimes in the media business, they'll say, "You know what? I'd rather hire a guy that doesn't have any habits that we can train our way." Now that's all well and good when you're selling in markets 100 through 150, and you're going to mom and paws, and you're cutting your teeth. <laughs> But somebody at Westwood One, perhaps was it Brandon, who said, I want somebody with no habits and I'm going to teach them how to do this the right way. So looking back on it, is that what happened? And what were the benefits or maybe the drawbacks of that? It it, it 100% was, Jeff. Uh, You know,
0: it's funny. the, The two businesses that I was in beforehand, there were really important things I was able to grab from. The, the packaging industry and then the produce industry to kind of combine into what we need here in, in in our line of work from the packaging industry it was a very consultative type sale it was a specialty type sale it wasn't a it wasn't a commodity uh, so we really had to you know prove the value of what we were providing to our customers then you go over to the produce industry which it, quite frankly it was more of a commodity and so when we think about our business, depending on the client, sometimes it's more of a consultative sale. sometimes it's more of a commodity sale in, 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 in different scenarios. And so I think Brandon and some of the, the leadership at the time saw that that I had this diverse background and could take from different pieces. And then quite you know a, a, a passion for sports and that blank slate of, hey, this guy doesn't know any better, but we know he can sell. And um, you know we're we're going to take a flyer here, and it worked out for everyone.
1: To get to the whole gross rating point, cost per point, uh, whatever efficiencies the buyers are asking you, and and how to look at markets and national sports sales and categories and all the different things a national advertiser wants. Was that learning curve steeper than you thought, or easier than you thought? Uh, I would say it was pretty short, to be honest with
0: you. I mean, there were there there were some. Questions I asked in the first three to six months that I look back and I, and I crack up thinking about, you know, so much of what we do at least from the sports sales and sponsorship side.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sure. The, the the math is important. The rating points are important, but you know, it's falls more into that uh, consultative type right. sale mm-hmm. and in understanding how to um, you know sell the value of, of what we're doing and yeah the 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 rating points and the impressions and you know on a market by market are, are things that are certainly important uh, but it's almost secondary to to what we're doing at, at, at the network level and the national level with our uh, with our sales of the NFL and the NCAA um, so yeah it certainly took a little bit of time but again not as important as understanding the the value of the of the product that we're selling.
1: Adam help me looking at all the packages you sell and, and I just mentioned the majority of and CBS Sports Radio which I, I didn't mention there's a lot of one-offs there's a lot of one-off events frozen fours you know things that are uh, over a weekend of course the NCAA basketball tournament is March Madness so yep. we know when that happens the NFL though is this weekly opportunity to build reach and frequency of a a marketing calendar for 21 weeks or 23 weeks or whatever that is so are you approaching people differently and tell me about the benefits like when you're selling the nfl package because of the time that you get to sell and 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 versus some of the one-off deals and how some of that packaging may work for you in sales
0: it's a different beast than anything that we do so you you mentioned that it is a uh You know, it's a 23 week season when you look at just the regular season and then the postseason. You know, there's there's a number of different ways that we go about it. I mean, we have full season partners that are on Monday night, Thursday night, Sunday night, every postseason game, Pro Bowl, Super Bowl. And the way that we attack that's a little bit differently than what we may attack. Um, you know, we just got off of our, of our annual Thanksgiving triple header. So the way that we approach, you know, maybe some retailers specifically to try to take advantage of black Friday or cyber Mondays is, is different than what we do, uh, you know, for full season sponsors. So every, every situation is different. Um, and I think with experience, you you understand how to, you know, be consultative and, and share you know, when you're trying to build reach and frequency over the course of a 23 week campaign, as opposed to, Hey, this is a sales activation that we got to get people in stores for black Friday. We need to get them online for cyber Monday. Mm-hmm. It's just different. And, that, and that's one of the things that I love about our business. I mean, you look at the, the advertisers that we have on and whether it's the NCAA, or if it's the NFL, we have partners in so many different categories. So you get to learn the nuances of, the, of different industries and the way that, um, you know, a retailer may differ from a, a business to business client or an insurance client. You know, you, you have to you have to have enough understanding of everybody's business to really know um, how we can drive as much value for the individual partners, because no, no two situations are alike.
1: Let, let's go back to one of the fundamental questions I'm sure buyers have when maybe they don't know enough about what you're selling and we can just use the, the, the Super Bowl or the NFL. Most people watch it on TV if they can. So just take me through that. Here's who listens and where they are and how they do this and how you pitch that.
0: Sure. That's a, it's a really good question. So, you know, unless you're taking a five hour drive, uh, you know, most people will not sit in the driveway listening to uh, you know, the <laughs> super one Westwood one. We do have some, we, we have had some uh, feedback online, especially during the NCAA tournament where, you know, people are listening to the game and they get to their house and they don't want to get off the dial. Cause they have Kevin Kugler, you know, calling the game. We had, we had some great interaction on Twitter uh, last March madness during that great North Carolina comeback against Baylor. I think it was on, on a Saturday in the, in the in this first or second round. Um, but you know, that's, uh, that's, doesn't happen often. Um, most of our audience, you know, will tune in out of home um, and people come and go. Um, we are, we are, we are not something that, like I said, unless you're taking a four or five hour car ride, you're, you're not going to tune into, to the full broadcast. So we know that frequency is key because you need to have enough frequency to, to reach people over the course okay. of a three or a four hour broadcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll, I'll also share that, we know that we're starting to get a lot more listenership on digital platforms. So, uh, this is the first year ever that all of our NFL primetime broadcasts from Monday through Sunday night and the postseason Super Bowl uh, will be available digitally, uh, something that we've been working for uh, with the NFL for a long time. And uh, we we're finally able to get it off the ground this year. Um, so, we know that we're getting more digital listenership than ever before. Uh, but again, mo- most of the listenership is coming from the car. People are listening when you're talking about the NFL uh, on average uh, mostly between a quarter to, uh, to a full half, um, you know, an hour ish when they're, when they're in their commutes. Um, we know that Monday and Thursday night, key drive time scenarios, uh, you know, you think about it, we go on air at eight o'clock Eastern time, five o'clock Pacific. So if you're sitting out on the West coast and anyone who's driven in Los Angeles or, you know, been there, hand, done that. We've, we've all been there. Thank um, God you're so, there. <laughs> yeah. We, we know that we have a captive audience that, you know, more than likely are, are, are getting home and, you know, we'll turn on the, the TV broadcast, whether it be, uh, you know, ESPN or, or Amazon prime on, on Thursday nights, but, you know, we are, we're the best screen away from the screen when people want to be listening and, and consuming NFL products. And same thing goes for the NCAA. It's um, you know, we're very complimentary to our, our, our video uh, brethren, you know, when we're talking to advertisers, we always encourage them to, to, to think about the sport holistically and, and don't just think about uh, the fact that people are only going to be listening or only going to be watching. If you're a sports fan, you want that content, you know, no matter where you are. So we know that people are, are seeking out content. We know we fit into the overall ecosystem of sports fandom.
1: So how do you tackle with certain buyers where they lead right away with nobody listens to the radio, Adam? I mean, is this where the digital thing comes right out? Or do you slow down and say, really? Have you ever mowed the lawn? Or have you ever went to the store when you needed a six-pack? Or how do you handle it? It's something that we heard a lot five, six years ago, right?
0: And I would say that we don't hear it as much anymore. And the reason for that is I think uh, I think that that response was a um, an, un- an uneducated response. And mm-hmm the partners that we work with from a buying perspective or from a client or strategy perspective, they've, they've done a good job educating themselves and we've helped in that education. Um, I -hmm. would, I'd really call out the work that the, uh, the audio active group at, at Westwood and Cumulus media have done, uh, led by Pierre Bouvard. Uh, we have done a great job of advocating for the entire, the entire audio industry and really educating the marketplace, the buyers, the, the strategy teams, of this this thought that no one listens to radio is it's just not true and we we go to the data um, the our audio active group has done a great job of really breaking down you know how people consume audio where they consume audio for how much time again how it fits into the overall ecosystem of sports fandom you have to just go straight to the data quite frankly it also helps that um, you know the podcast industry has taken off. Um, so, people who you know may not have thought of audio
1: mm-hmm.
0: a few years ago. Well, hey, you know, do you listen to a podcast? I I, I I do. And then that translates really well to the fact that now all of our NFL broadcasts, our NCAA broadcasts, CBS Sports Radio—it's all available digitally. And streaming, so you don't have to be sitting in your car. You can go to, you know, your, you can go to your phone, and I mean, there's just so many different ways that people can, can consume content. And um, you know, our play-by-play is it, it's a 360-degree audio platform. So the same NFL broadcast that you hear on, you know, WFAN in New York, or the score here in Chicago, or or out in San Francisco, you you can literally go from your AM FM radio dial to Sirius XM channel 88 to the NFL app to your stream your favorite streaming platform. And it's one continuous broadcast. So it's not so much about a a radio broadcast anymore as it is an audio broadcast. I think people understand that now because their own personal habits have morphed into listening on a mobile device. So whether it's listening to your favorite podcast or, or streaming music or whatever it is, It's really it's it's become easier for them to comprehend the fact that, oh, well, you know, I I can listen to the NFL or the NCAA the same way I listen to other uh, other programs.
1: You mentioned Pierre Bovard. We got to mention Bruce Gilbert. He's important to the sports radio industry. One of the great minds in the business. You get to work next to Bruce. Not everybody may know his involvement in Westwood one is extensive as it is in sports radio with stations across the country.
0: I, I do have uh, the, the pleasure of working with Bruce really close on, on a number of different, uh, number of different aspects of our business, whether it be the CBS sports radio network. Uh, Bruce has been instrumental in all the partnerships that we have uh, specifically with uh, the NFL, uh, with our, uh, with our rights agreement with the NFL and working with those guys on a, um, on a daily and weekly basis along with uh, uh, the NCAA. So yeah, we've, been with Westwood and Cumulus for about the same amount of time. I think I came on about six months before Bruce, but you know he, he's so well respected within the industry. Um, you know, has so many just great connections, and um, he's seen a lot. And well, uh, hasn't you he know, seen? yeah, yes, and um, you know, he's very uh, even keeled and understands how if, if there are problems, how to get problems solved, um, and you know, really for the benefit of. Of everyone
1: all right Adam so just briefly I'm going to ask you two questions advice for sports radio sellers and number one though right here I want to ask you about that client avatar when you when Adam's going out selling whatever property I'm sure there's avatars there's certain clients that would really fit and they're ideal for what you're selling so what would that avatar look like sure
0: so when I when I think of the the person or the organization that we want to work with it's someone that views us as, as an extension of their own marketing and, and, and sales team. The best campaigns that we're able to bring to life are the campaigns we work with organizations that um, kind of open up the hood a little bit for us and say, hey, this is the strategy for, you know, during March Madness, or this is the strategy during the NFL season, and we're doing X, Y, or Z socially we're doing this with you know fox or amazon prime how can we take that and you know how can we bring that same strategy to life in in, in an audio perspective and we have just a number of great partnerships we've done over the years where you think about different activations for individual brands that cross channels and so when i'm thinking about a when i'm thinking about a brand that i want to work with i want to think about you know I'm going after a partner that understands the value of what Western one can bring to the table, um, you know, to help the overall, uh, the overall strategy of campaigns, because, you know, when, when you silo things, they they don't work together, but when you open up those silos and you can, uh, you know, really understand what they're trying to achieve at a holistic standpoint, that that's where we see the greatest success. And and, and those are the, the brands and, and, and people that we want to work with at partners.
1: All right. So, you came into this business in 2014. You got sports radio sellers going into 2023. You're selling regionally and nationally. And we got a next couple of years to think about. But when you think about it, what's your best advice to those individuals that are in that business looking for partners like you? What What's some of those success nuggets you could offer?
0: Listen with two ears and, and speak with one mouth. You know, again, I, I think the the best uh the best partnerships that we have and our longest partnerships that we have are ones where there's, there's just a lot of communication back and forth. Um, You know, from a, uh, from a sales perspective, I would say that, you know, we, we need to continue to show the value that we're, we're we're bringing to our partners, Um, you know, thinking creatively, how can we take what we're doing on air and extend it to, you know, to social media campaigns Um, you know, how can we, um, you know, do things on site. How can we just you know? How can we continue to bring unique value propositions to uh, to our clients? You know, the categories themselves are going to go up and down. So I wouldn't say, hey, you know, let's let's dive into this category or that category. I mean, you know, a, a year ago, we were all looking around saying, how do we get in the crypto space? Well, that, right. that's not exactly a place we want to be right now. Right. So, right. Um, you know, we, it, it, it's always, you know, seeing opportunities out there and, you know, continuing to figure out how we can provide value to, the, to our clients. And and then not only are we going to, you know, say what we're going to you know, say, what we're going to do, but also be proud of the work that we've done and and, and show, you know, show clients of, hey. This is a campaign that I did with a certain brand. And I I think these are some ideas we can take from it and and customize it or, you know, know, customize it for your brand and really bring your message to life, whether it's, you know, using our talent or if it's something that we can do on site, um, you know, really creating unique, valuable uh, campaigns for, for clients across a lot of different categories.
1: Thanks to Adam Schifrin for joining me here on Seller to Sell. You can find more information on Adam on LinkedIn. Please review and subscribe to this pod, pass it along. That's how we grow it. Email me, jeffks54gmail.com with interview requests. Check BarrettSportsMedia.com for weekly sales columns and past pods. I will talk to you next week.